Hey, hello and welcome to Dave Talk. I am and still remain your host, David Thomas. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, I would like to welcome you to the very third episode of the God Saved series. Thank you for tuning in. So if you're not familiar with what we do here, on the God Saved series, it's a series where people come to share their salvation stories with us and at the end all pointing to Jesus Christ. So this episode is very much different from the others. Different in the sense that all the episodes are unique on their own. So on this episode I had Alex Wilson's testimony recording. It wasn't actually a live recording though. It was actually a pre-recorded recording from him. So you're going to be hearing a lot of unusual noises like rainfall, children having fun, screaming around, and it's going to be different from other episodes. But in the midst of all this, listening to the testimony, it's a beautiful one. Listen, I pray you get blessed. And before we go into the episode, I would like to quote from Revelation 12, 11, where it says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimonies. And they love not their life until death. End quote. So as you listen, I pray you get blessed. And I pray, I pray the testimony actually blesses you also. Thank you. And shalom. That was cool. Let me see you go again. Let me try. Oh, that's neat. What's up, you guys? Jesus saved me from addiction to porn and drugs, and this is my testimony. Amen. When I was about seven or eight, I lived in California, and my friend invited me over for a sleepover, and I hung out with him a lot. And at his house one night, it was late, he turned on the TV and late at night, back then, television played ads for like weird, inappropriate videos of like you can buy on VHS and DVD of girls doing inappropriate stuff. And we kind of sat there and we just watched that infomercial most of the night. And it was the first time I'd seen anything like that. But as a young man or young kid, it just like sparked something in me and I was instantly like addicted to it. And we spent most of our time skating around our little town in California looking for little pamphlets or little like pieces of magazines in the gutter or on the train tracks. Anywhere we could find that like high of looking at pornographic material. That turned into um, an addiction that led into drugs and alcohol. I think I was in eighth grade it was the first time I drank. I was at my friend's house and again, another sleepover. I don't know what it is about sleepovers, but um, at another sleepover, his parents were gone for the weekend and there was drugs and there was alcohol and we just got obliterated. And I remember my friend told me that he carried me most of the way home as we walked home that night. I obviously smelled like 
booze and my dad woke me up told me to come outside and on the porch he told me hey like i know what you did um your brother in the middle of the night had to pick you um, up out of the toilet and he you were too heavy so he had to come get us we put you back in bed in the middle of the night and so i had to mow the whole lawn of our church my dad was a pastor and um they dealt with me really well and uh now it's raining <laughs> So let me wrap this up. But basically, it turned into a weed addiction. Also, in ninth grade, I started doing drugs with friends. Um, again, out of sleepover. I just, yeah, they had some, and then I, they asked me to try it, and I tried it. And I smoked weed for about five or six years, and then I got into college. In college, all my friends did Adderall, and they didn't do it because of they had ADHD. They did it mostly to abuse it, and. I abused it as well. I would use my money that my parents sent me from college or for college to buy that. And it again became an addiction. I would just stay up all night drinking so that I could um, take my Adderall, finish my classes and go on to partying after that. And it was dark. And I remember just kind of hitting rock bottom and asking my parents, hey, can I come home? And I left college early, um, went to a different college closer to my parents' home. and. There, I did the same exact thing. I thought I, I thought I was gonna be good because I was at a Christian college. Thought everything was gonna change. It got worse. I partied and partied. And one particular night, there was a uh, guy there who was a gangster, and he stole my phone. And I knew he stole my phone, but uh, yeah, in the moment I couldn't do anything. It was late at night. He probably had a gun. And so the next morning, I tried to. Um, get my phone back and a lot of people are like hey don't do that even my parents are like don't go do that and so my parents kind of like put me on lockdown and they're like hey if you go mess with that kid he's a gangster we know what will happen to you you're grounded and so it was through that whole situation that I realized like all my friends I party with they're not real friends and also I'm not happy <laughs> and so that's when I realized okay maybe I should give this God thing a try I grew up in church my, my dad's a pastor like they always told me to what to do and I never listened because I was hard headed. And because I got good grades and because I was like an outgoing kid, like in respectable, I guess, and kind uh, to strangers, <laughs> um, respectable to adults. Like, I think they just thought that, I don't know. They didn't know really what to do because they just tried everything. And so um, only God really could help me. And what I did was I read the book of Mark one chapter a day for as many chapters are in the book of Mark. So I would run one chapter a day until I finished the book of Mark. And around day 14, actually it was day 14, I read the part where Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane. First of all, I can't believe I'm just sitting in the rain right now. <laughs> Jesus is in the garden and he is praying and he says, not my will, your will be done. But he still goes on to die on the cross. I realized there that Jesus is not just some superhero. He is human and he's God, 100% human, 100% God. And he went through the cross, even though it was the worst torment anyone will ever deal with. He did that for you and for me because he loves us and because he loved me. And so it broke me. And to see Jesus choose God's way over his, that's the one thing I could never do. And I wanted that. And so once I gave my life to the Lord, right then and there, I said, I said, I was sorry. And I said, I wanted to follow him. And I believed what he did was true. He broke the addiction. I still had the temptation. I still had the desire. My flesh still cried out for it. I believed the lies that 
the flesh told me like, you'll feel better if you do this. And a lot of times I did. Um, for about a year or so, I still struggled with it really bad. Um, but I was still free, completely free from it. And now, I mean, it's been, what, like, geez, like uh, over eight or nine years since I've looked at any anything like that. So it's possible. Yeah, I haven't done drugs in eight or nine years either. <laughs> Probably 10 years, because I kind of gave those up towards the end of high school. No, I still, in college, yeah, so eight or nine years. But um, God has completely set me free and um, it's possible for you too. If you just reach out to him, read his word, pray before you read his word, tell him that you need help understanding it. He will open your eyes to, um, uh, to who he is and the power that he has. I love you guys. I'm gonna go back and play some cars with my boys over there on the stairs. And of course it's stopped raining when I'm done with the video. <laughs> also, if you like this sweatshirt, the link is in the description. I think there's like 10 left. So love you guys. I'll see you in the next one. Guys, look at the rainbow. It's a rainbow right here. Where? Right here. It's on the other side of the house. So you got to go on the other side to see. See right there? Oh yeah, I see it. Let's show our friends.